Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting, riveting episode of Wakey Wakey Megs and Bakey. I'm your host, Megs. Today's episode was actually a topic that was requested from a listener. My mom was the listener, full disclosure, but a listener nonetheless. So today we're going to be talking about managing our emotions, and we're going to talk about how we can acknowledge our emotions are present without letting them define us as a person. On the subject of emotion, uh, first of all, you may remember or maybe you don't, but this episode is actually being recorded on March 7th and you're hearing it on March 24th. That's assuming that you're listening to it on its release day. Could be later than that. But this particular scenario happened to me yesterday. I took my dogs to the dog park where my husband is staying for work and never had an issue there. My dogs generally get along really great with other dogs. And um, the only reason I say generally instead of they do entirely is because my one dog is part German Shepherd and Golden Retriever. And sometimes, you know, There's other dogs that try to pick fights with him. I think he just kind of looks a little intimidating, but really he's a big old softy teddy bear and totally wouldn't hurt a fly unless someone was messing with his mom, of course. This Dalmatian shows up to the park and starts messing with Diesel, the German Shepherd. And, you know, I don't think anything of it because, as I said, this is kind of something that typically happens every now and then. You know, other dogs get a little bit ballsy and they want to get up in his face No harm, no foul. Diesel held his own. Life went on as usual. Now, I know people always like to think that their dogs can do no wrong. They always like to think that other dogs are the problem all the time. Well, let me just, you know, get that whole thought out of your head right now by telling you that this is my golden retriever that we're talking about, Zona. If you've met her, you know that she is one of the sweetest, most gentlest dogs that you could ever meet. She would not hurt a fly. She is just so sweet. There is not a mean bone in her body. But yet this Dalmatian chose to start fucking with her. This Dalmatian literally intimidated her to the point where she rolled over and was being submissive because that's what she does because, hello, like I said, she's a golden freaking retriever, non-confrontational as all hell, and she... Just her little face, she's flinching and flinching as this dog is literally scary, you know, barking aggressively right in her face. Honestly, I think if the owner wouldn't have intervened at that very point in time, that that dog might have fucked my dog up. Like, just you could tell that that dog was ready to start biting and whatever. I've been to a dog park plenty of times. I've been to the one in the town that I was just in. I've been to some out of state. We've been, my husband and I have been to multiple different dog parks and we know the difference between playing around and a dog about to straight up open up a can of whoop ass. And that's what this dog was about to do. So without a second thought, I hurried up and I grabbed both of my dogs and I said, all right, guys, it's time to go, which sucks for my dogs because they just wanted to hang out and play. But I'm sorry, I'm not going to hang out at this park where you got this asshole dog just waiting to freaking charge it the first thing that breathes the same oxygen as it. God forbid anybody else try to share that park with that stupid Dalmatian. And um, I was livid. 
that's the whole moral of this story is that I was livid and I'm so proud of myself because before I started doing all of this self-improvement and before I started growing, I fully would have gotten in that guy's face and I would have said, you need to get your freaking dog under control. Like I would have not just let that shit go. I would have literally gone off on this guy, probably got myself attacked by the damn dog by yelling at his owner. And um, when I tell you that I wanted to drop kick that dog so bad, I'm not exaggerating. I have never in my life wanted to drop kick a dog at all. But this dog, ooh, he messed around with the wrong golden retriever because, ooh, it took everything inside me not to say something to this guy and, you know, not to create a scene. But I didn't do it. That's the exciting thing about this. I have grown enough to where I let it go. Now, I would be lying to you if I said that I didn't hold a little bit of anger for at least a good 45 minutes after that whole thing happened. But I knew I was angry and I know it's not healthy to be angry. So I fully acknowledge that I was angry. I let my anger be there. And I channeled it in the gym. I went to the gym shortly after. And you know what? I haven't felt that angry about that situation since then. Like, don't get me wrong. I was not fond of that whole scenario. But in the end, my dog is fine. She just got a little bit scared is all. And she walked out of there just fine, prancing like the little princess that she is. So, you know, no harm, no foul. It did tick me off that that guy didn't leave the park. It ticked me off that he didn't apologize. It ticked me off that he just kind of didn't really acknowledge that anything was happening besides he just told his dog to stop. But it's like, dude, that's the second dog that your dog went after. And your dog is literally about to do it to another dog right now as we speak. And you're just going to chill and not do anything about that? Like, dog parks are for dogs that get along with other dogs. I understand if you need to socialize your dog and everything, but... For crying out loud, put it on a leash or something. Don't just let it loose to go and be an asshole to whatever dog it wants to. People bring their kids there too. Is that is your dog going to go be a dick to a kid? I'm just kind of giving you a little bit of a taste of why I was so angry. Cool thing, you know, I went to my car and I'm not exaggerating when I tell you also that I sat in that parking lot for a good 10 minutes going back and forth in my mind about whether or not I should say something to this guy. And I came really, really close to doing it. Really, really close to getting out and telling him to F off. You know, just completely unnecessarily confrontational. But what would it have solved? Absolutely nothing. If anything, it could have made the situation a lot worse because like I said, the dog could have decided to attack me or the guy, I don't know this guy, He could have decided to attack me. The other option is just nothing would have come from it except for me making a big ass out of myself in public. Ultimately, for what? For an apology? This is a perfect time when it is uh, totally warranted to ask yourself, is it really worth the battle? Is it? It might have been different if the dog actually did bite my dog or hurt my dog or hurt me or hurt my husband, whatever. I'm sure words would have been exchanged at that point, but and rightfully so. But if nothing happened and it was just purely something that triggered anger, there is literally no reason to address it. And this is something that took me a really, really long time to figure out. 
But now that I've figured it out and I'm able to control that anger, it feels really good. You know, a lot of people think that when they're transitioning to being more positive and using the law of attraction to manifest that anytime they have any kind of negative emotion that they should suppress it because, you know, it goes against what they're trying to achieve. I mean, it makes sense, right? You're trying to be positive. You have a negative emotion. Shove that shit down. But no, let me tell you, that is actually the worst thing that you could possibly do for yourself. I mean, think about it. There's also really positive emotions too, right? I mean, a couple that I can think of is, you know, the feeling of love, the feeling of happiness, the feeling of excitement. These are positive emotions and they cannot exist without negative emotions existing as well. So keeping that in mind, it is perfectly healthy to have negative emotions that emerge within your day-to-day life. You'll find that the longer that you start to practice having your gratitude, the longer that you practice meditation, the longer that you do these things to really create that mindfulness and awareness, that organically you're going to stop having as many negative reactions or emotions to things in the first place. But you're not going to eliminate it altogether. The world that we live in, There's always going to be something that you're going to disagree with. There's always going to be something that irritates you. And it's okay to acknowledge that. When we let it run our lives and we let it ruin our whole day, as I've said in many, many episodes before, that we really do ourselves a huge disservice. But that doesn't mean that we should suppress our negative emotions. That is actually the worst thing that we could possibly do. The best thing that we can do for ourselves is acknowledge the presence of a negative emotion. Before I can tell you how to effectively acknowledge this emotion so that it will essentially disappear, there is a very, very important concept that you have to understand. It might be a little hard to wrap your head around at first, but I guarantee you once you really put some thought into it, it puts a lot of things into perspective. And that is the idea that your soul is who you really are. Your body is simply just a car you're driving. Emotions are just a product of your body itself. They are not coming from your soul within. When you put it into that perspective, your emotions are basically a passenger that's also along for the ride in your car. Would you define yourself by your buddy that's along for the ride with you when you're on a road trip? No. So why would you allow an emotion to define who you are? Why would you word it, I'm mad, I'm angry? You are your soul. Your soul is not any of those things. So it really helps if we change the dialogue a little bit to say something more along the lines of, there is a negative emotion. Acknowledge it's there. Let it be there for a second. Don't try to fight against it. Don't try to resist it. Don't shove it down. Acknowledge it's there and then let it go. If you can't put a finger on what that negative emotion is, you don't have to. You could just call it what it is. Call it a negative emotion. If you know what it is, if you know it's anger, you know it's sadness, you know it's you know anything along those lines, absolutely identify it. But after you've done that, just move on to the next thing. You'll find that the moment you acknowledge it's there, it's like this weight gets lifted almost instantaneously. You could just feel it 
and it just eases a lot of tension. I learned this, uh, I would say maybe mid last year and I've been applying it ever since then. Now, the law of attraction states that what you think about, you bring about. If you're thinking negative thoughts all the time and let's say it's a fear, you have a fear that you're constantly thinking of all the time. It's an irrational fear, but you can't help but think about it. And I know a lot of people, once they hear about the law of attraction, it's like they get nervous and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm thinking of something negative right now. Ooh, I hope the universe doesn't see this or hear this. And this is a good tool that you can use to keep those thoughts at bay. You can acknowledge that you're feeling that or that you're you know, thinking a certain way and it will dissolve itself. You guys are probably going to laugh at me, but an irrational fear that I had before I used this tool was that my husband was going to decide one day that he doesn't want to be with me and that he would leave or that my husband would cheat on me. I don't think he even knows this, but he never ever has done anything to me for me to ever think that he would do that. It's just a stupid, irrational fear that I had with no rhyme or reason, just completely out of nowhere. So one day I was really feeling it. And I took the time to acknowledge that I had that really irrational fear, you know, as a passenger in my car, (laughs) metaphorically. And so once I acknowledged that it was there and how irrational it was, it's like it almost immediately went away. Now, that's not to say that it's not ever in the back of my mind. I think anybody that truly is that much in love with somebody, has at some point worried about this to some certain extent. And it's not healthy to actively worry about something like that and bring it about. You know, the law of attraction hears you thinking about that. It sees you thinking about that. And it will deliver. You do not want that. So the best way to harness the power in your favor is to acknowledge that you're thinking that way and that you're irrationally feeling that way and let it go and get control of your thoughts. You know, that in conjunction with meditating can really help you gain that control that you need of your thoughts so that you're manifesting all the right things and never the wrong things. You know, I'm curious, how do you guys manage your emotions? Do you try to stuff it down? Because I'm going to tell you right now, before I learned that that was actually the worst thing that you could possibly do, that was exactly what I would do. I would suppress my emotions and then what would happen is over time it bottles up and it erupts all at once and it's completely unhealthy. It's almost like somebody that goes a long time not eating any carbs and then all of a sudden they binge eat all at once and they make themselves sick. It's kind of the same concept in that You're refraining for so long from expressing those emotions that all of a sudden you just binge all at once and it all comes out at the same time. And it's really unhealthy. Or even worse, it might not ever emerge to the surface and create a lot of damage to your body. This is a silly example, but it's relatable. So let's go back to sitting in your car and you having a passenger. I don't know if any of you guys have seen the movie The Hangover, but if you have... Think back to whenever that tiger was in the car with all of them. Now imagine this tiger is just going ham sandwich, 
tearing up the back seat of your car, completely just ripping it, just wreaking havoc all over the inside of your car. That is what a pent up emotion is going to do to your body. Same thing. If you do not let that tiger out of your car, aka that negative emotion out of your body, it's going to do damage. You know, you may have heard the term depression hurts. It's because it does. Any negative emotion that you allow to linger within your body is going to play a huge role in your body basically shutting down on itself. But on the flip side of that, you hear of all these people that defy all these odds. You know, people that got into a really bad car accident and they're told they can never walk again. You see these types of people staying positive and keeping their focus on positive emotions, allowing negative emotions to be there, but quickly dissolving them. And these people end up being able to walk again. Your body can heal itself just the same as it can destroy itself. And it all depends on the way you allow yourself to think and the way you allow yourself to feel. And I mean, what's life without experiencing emotions anyways? I mean, are you fully experiencing all that life has to offer if you just go through the motions not feeling anything about anything? I mean, a negative emotion's only bad if you allow it to linger and fester. You know, negative emotions are just kind of part of the territory. They go away if you allow them to. Just don't shove them down. So my homework assignment for you this week is if you feel yourself on the verge of completely losing your shit, take a second, realize, hmm, there is a negative emotion here. And then let that shit go. Feel what you need to feel and then let it go. Try doing this a couple of times in your day when you feel yourself getting really angry about something or frustrated about something and let me know how it worked for you. Let me know if you could feel the difference of allowing that emotion to be there and let me know if it quickly went away afterwards. You can always let me know by contacting me on my website www.wakeywakeymegs.com or you can email me directly at wakeymegspodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing your guys' experience with this. And I, as always, appreciate all the love and support I have received from each and every single one of you for just simply listening to my podcast and for helping me make my dreams come true. This is episode number 20, guys. 20. I never thought in a million years that not only would I start a podcast, but that I would actually see it through. And (laughs) I know that's horrible for me to say, but I mean, it's just really surreal. It's really cool to see this in action and see it happening. And I'm still so full of excitement and hopefulness. And I'm just really happy about the way that this whole thing is going. And I couldn't do it without all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope that you have a great weekend and I can't wait to see you guys next week. Until next time, see ya.